how the hell are you? I'm pretty fucking good. How are you? I'm about to be better in a minute here. Ooh, you're going to get all loosened up for me. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just getting loosened up for me. Oh, yeah. You got to get loosened for yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, you're right. It is all for you. All for me? Oh, you're so sweet. She says that now, folks. We're like 30 seconds into the show. She may learn otherwise. Are you going to get spicy on me? Maybe. Maybe. Oh, so, how adorable. So what have you been up to? Like, what's new in your world? What's new in my world? Well, I just moved to L.A. Um, I, well, I went to the beach the other day. You know, it's kind of weird when you when you live in L.A. going to the beach. Because, like, before when I would just come here, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to the beach. But now it's like, it's the L.A. thing. It's whatever. I 100% agree. I've been here seven years. I think I've gone to the beach ten times. Well, like, I was born in Vegas. So, like, I'd come out here, like, a lot. You know, it's only a five-hour drive. And, like, I'd come out and be like, oh, my God, it's the beach. So, it's like that magic of L.A., you know, seeing all the magic stuff. But then, like, here it's like, it's like, ugh. It's whatever. <laughs> no, I, I I totally feel you on that. Because especially, like, most of the nice beaches are overpriced as hell to do anything around them. And it's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's all ridiculous. <laughs> well, especially coming from Vegas, like, the price difference. Oh, my God. Well, Vegas, I remember growing up in Vegas. Me and my friends, if we wanted to drive somewhere, we'd call the tourist sheep. But then, like, I went to Vegas recently since I moved back, since I moved here. And, like... It's, I'm like, let's do all the Vegas things. Let's go crazy. And then I'm like, oh, I get it now. But I'm like, I've turned into a sheep. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm sure. I'm sure you know. Still know some inside shit. Because uh, oh, you know it. You know, I, I lived in Summerlin for three years, and you know, even when I'd occasionally go down to the strip, it's like, well, you still get the hookup when you're like, I got a local's ID, even when you're doing that shit. Right. Yeah. I grew up. Yeah, I grew up not too far from the strip, but like, I did all the. All the, well, like, when you grow up in Vegas, like, you know you're from Vegas when you go to, like, a movie theater or something, and your parents are like, don't look around. <laughs> what the hell? You grew up in Vegas. Why would they not tell you, like, this is what they exposed you to? What are they? And then look where I am now. <laughs> so what made you make the jump from Vegas to L.A. when a lot of the industries go in the other direction? Well, see, um, because I spent... 20 years in Vegas, but, um, I, I just wanted something different. And the thing that I like about LA is there's constant hustling, you know, people are constantly working and I, I want to get in that mindset where Vegas, everyone's just lounging. It's all whatever. And the thing is, it's not all whatever. You could have fun. You could work hard, but you could play harder, but in Vegas, it's all just play hard. <laughs> no, I feel you. I mean, that's part of the reason, like I was in Vegas for a couple of years. I ended up out here. Like i for LA, but in reality, I'm actually, and it's probably gonna be back in Vegas in like a week or so, like moving back. It's the poor man's LA. Well, it, it, I'm going because I got offered a pretty fucking rad gig out there, and that's the only reason oh, I'm going. Yeah. Well, you gotta like kind of make the hop back and forth, but it's not that far of a hop. But no. Vegas is like a fishbowl, really. It's a very, very clickish fishbowl. Yeah, it is. And um, I'm so glad to be out, but you know, we'll see how this goes see where this goes um but yeah I'm, I'm so glad i finally made the hop because i was like debating it for a year and then with covid i was like yeah i don't want to move yet too too nervous <laughs> and you can't even really enjoy like what la really has to offer yet absolutely yeah because <laughs> one of the things besides 
the hustle, like that is one of the things I actually really love about this town. Like anyone who moved here, moved here to fucking do something. No one's paying these fucking prices just to be like, I live in LA. Right. Well, I noticed people from here are like, whatever, it's all whatever. But now like here, people come here to fucking do something. They come here to work. Oh, oops. Oh, you can swear. You can swear as much I as you want. Swear? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like you can swear, you can get naked, whatever you want to do on this show, it's fine. I Naked? Oh my goodness! Sweet. <laughs> well, this is definitely going on Vimeo. Not, no, it's a okay. It's anything fucking goes around here. Yay! That's um, that's fun. We can all loosen up. Exactly. Exactly. We're here to have fun. Like, why is everybody gotta be so like? It's like you, you know, like I like to always say, you can work your hand up my ass, but I'm not a puppet. Well, and I, I hope the audience gets to know you and appreciates that, that you're not yeah. just, you know, another pretty face who's got nothing to fucking say. <laughs> right, exactly. When shit reopens, what are you really looking forward to seeing in L.A.? Um, you know, I really, I really think, well, like, I did a lot of the stuff, you know, like, I've done all the Hollywood stuff when I was, like, a kid, like, going down Hollywood Boulevard, but I want to go again. And, like, I want to see the Wax Museum. Um, but nothing too crazy. I, wanna, I, I would like to like go to the fucking beach and have a, have a kick-ass beach party. That'd be pretty rad. Hell yeah. I think you'll be wildly disappointed by the Wax Museum once you actually see it. Like, I mean, isn't everything fucking disappointing? I remember the first time I went to Four Corners, I was like, oh my God, we're going to Four Corners. And then, um, I went there and I was like, is that it? Like, it's more of like the excitement of going. <laughs> Or um, I want to go to Magic Mountain. I haven't been since I was like 13. And then I want to go to Disneyland again because the last time I went, I went right before COVID. And I really like to see Star Wars land. I love Star Wars. But the girl whose birthday it was, she don't like Star Wars. But I want to go see Star Wars land. Boo. Boo on the not wanting to see Star Wars land. Like Yeah, fuck that. I want to go to Star Wars land. That's the main thing. Yeah, I want to see Star Wars land. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. See, one of the things I love about fucking L.A. is, like, the entertainment scene, like, the comedy, the music, all that shit. When that shit comes back, that's what this town's really about. That's what that shit's all about. That's what I'm really, like, bummed about. Like, going back to Vegas, it's like, oh, well, no more Whiskey A Go-Go, no more Comedy Store, no more... I want to go to the Comedy Store. I want to go to the Comedy Club. I want to go crazy. I want to do the L.A. thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, because this town's shit for tourism. This town's amazing once you, like, have a guide and know where shit is. Absolutely. I want to do the star tours, you know, like in Hollywood. Why? Why? Just because. Because I've never gone. Just, I'm just going <laughs> to, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> you want to spend a bunch of money to stare at like rich people's walls? <laughs> I can always, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just want to experience it for myself. <laughs> You're in the biz. Eventually someone's going to invite you a party inside of one. Like you don't have to get on. That's do that. true. I just want to do it. I want to get photos on the star tours. Now that that's important. <laughs> just be like, well, this is this rich person's fucking house. And this is, I don't know. And here are my tits <laughs> on the, on the star tours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not going to argue with that. That. No, I mean, like I want to get some, I want to create a portfolio of me getting naked in front of iconic places. <laughs> Like, in the back, like, on balconies. Like, there won't be people in the background or anything, like, but it'll be, like, you know, the L.A. skyline 
But, you know, there's me on a rooftop naked. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Go to the top of Runyon and just be like, boop. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm trying to build a cool portfolio. Or, like, I want to get one with, like, the space needle in the back in, in Seattle. I want to get one in Miami. I want to get one. I have a couple in Vegas, but I want to get better ones. Where, where, where in Vegas? Um, They're, like, <laughs> they're kind of in the beat-ass part of town. But, like, it's on the balcony. And you can see, see the stratosphere. But I want, like... I want better photos. <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do if you just get topless at the top of the strat? Like, go up there for one of the rides and just take your top off. What are they going to do? Kick you out of the strat? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not I mean, the stratosphere. I want to go to Mardi Gras um, and fucking, I mean, because people get naked there anyways. <laughs> uh, I just love being naked. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I think you're in the right profession for it. I just think. Yeah. I think. So too. I like being naked and I like having my holes open. Yeah, I think you have made the right career choices for that. I think so, yeah. So have you had a chance to get down to New Orleans in general? or? No, I really wanted to go, and then COVID happened. But I think that would be really cool. Yeah, you know, I want to I wanna just travel the fucking country and do wild shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. New Orleans is a great place to do it, too. Yeah, it looks pretty wild. Do you drink at all? or? Depends. <laughs> Because New Orleans is a hard drinking town. Well, then, um, if Exotica, New Jersey happens, I want to go to Jersey so I can go to the Jersey Shore and have my own Jersey Shore experience and go fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and get so drunk and be like, all right, guys, get in the car, we're going to the bar. Y'all are a bunch of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you doing, like, feature dancing and all that shit, too? Because, like, well, unfortunately not at the moment, but I would like to get into it once I'm once I'm ready. But, you know, I would love to eventually, but not at the moment, no. Because I know during Exotica Jersey, a couple of the clubs that are on the shore book people. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I've never been. I want to go to all the Exoticas just because, like, they look like so much fun. <laughs> I've worked a lot of them. And, like, no knock on Exotica, but once you've been there a couple of times, it's like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> Like, I want to have my own exotica experience where I go crazy. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's just compared to like AVN or even XBiz, like the exoticas are much more of a fan convention. Yeah. So it's it's really much more about interacting with your fans at that point instead of like AVN is like, yeah, you're interacting with fans, but it's also business to business. Right, right. I've worked a bunch of them. They were fun, but it was, yeah, I'd much rather. For my own money, I would rather be at ABN. Okay. Yeah. I went to ABN 2020, and if I knew that that was going to be my last ABN for a while, I would have gone crazy. But um, it was my first ABN. I was 18. I I got pretty wild. But What'd you I do? Got, what, what'd you do? <laughs> um, Actually, you know, I didn't get that wild, actually. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're starting off lying to my audience? What, what's up with that? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I got a little wild. Let's just say... I got a pinch of wild, but not full wild. We want to get full wild. Hell yeah. So what, what constitutes a pinch of wild? Uh, we're all about stories around here. Um, I just, you know, I just, I went to a lot of parties, but that's it. <laughs> Official parties or like, you know, actual fun parties? I mean, they were, they were like, they were pretty fun, <laughs> but I would have like gone crazy if I knew that that was going to be like the last in for a while. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, 2022 is right around the corner. We're already halfway through 2021. Fuck. Oh my God, we are. No, the other day I was like, wait, is it 2021? 
What? I still thought it was 2020. What? It's like 2020 has gone by so fast, but so slow at the same time. I know. I know. It's just like, holy fuck. It's already like mid-May. Where the fuck did this year go already? It's going to be 2020. What have you done during COVID? Uh, have you done anything crazy? Nah, I mean, you're looking at a lot of what I've done during COVID. This is... Mm. I've been doing a lot of podcasting. I've been doing a lot of content creation for a lot of people. It's like just a lot of my day is getting up, coming to my couch and start editing and or making content. I wish yeah. I wish I could be going crazy because like my normal years involve a lot of fucking travel and getting ignorant in bars and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Fully vaccinated now so I can go back to having sex with strangers in bathrooms. Oh my God, your favorite thing, huh? <laughs> it's one of them. I mean, it's not the, but it's, it's definitely a fun one. <laughs> well, there's something, there's something like the passion of like you know meeting someone at the bar and being like, yo, we want to rip each other's clothes off. You're like, let's bone, and yeah. then it's, I'm never gonna see that person again. But we just our genitals just mingled. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like you lock the bathroom door, you knock it out, you go back to the bar, have a drink, like good game. <laughs> no awkwardness of like one of you having to leave the other person's spot. Right. Exactly. That shit gets awkward. During during COVID, like, or pick up new shows that you never thought you'd be into? A couple. A couple, like, like everyone, I fell into Tiger King. Everyone. Oh, I watched that one, but you know what? It's funny, because in Vegas, there's, like, the Big Cat Sanctuary, and um, I've gone there before, and I've gone to, like, the Secret Garden. Like, I used to be really into that stuff, so I thought maybe I'd, like, be into that show, but I never got into it. Did you watch any of it, or...? No, I didn't. I never like sat down and got into it. I guess like I don't know. Like I watched um so you know what I did watch. I watched um during like remember when COVID started, I um I sat around watching a lot of YouTube videos, like tutorials on people like making um like clay sculptures or miniatures, which is something I didn't know I'd be into, but that was really it's really satisfying. It's helped me go to bed. Hell yeah. Are you making miniatures yourself or just watching the no, videos? I would like to, but it's more of like, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, but COVID, all there is is time. So, like, I considered just, like, getting into it. Or then um, I also, during COVID, I, I, started, I got back into cooking. Because, like, that was my thing is before porn, I, like, culinary was my passion. But then I kind of, like, just was, like. I kind of gave up on it, but then I started like cooking like new recipes or cooking things with like whatever the hell I had at my house. And so I liked making meals and stuff during COVID. What have you been making? What? Like I'm hungry. I made this this dish called shakshuka and it's like a mixture of like, I use like chili because we had cans of chili and I mean, I put like all these spices and you make it in a pan and then I also put, like, you put, like, eggs in it. It's, like, a mixture of stuff. Because, like, you know, it was mostly just, like, use whatever the hell you have. And it was really good. And then, um, oh, I learned how to make um, German chocolate cake. I love German chocolate cake. Oh. It was so good. Oh, I want German chocolate cake. It's so good. And a lot of people fucking hate coconut. I love coconut. Like, my favorite hostess snack is snowballs. Yeah, I'm not a big coconut fan, but I'll, I'll do it in a German chocolate cake. Oh my god, German chocolate cake's so good. What's your favorite kind of cake? Oh, I'm I'm into some red velvet. Oh my god, I love red velvet. You know what I found out in culinary school? I found out that red velvet's actually a type of chocolate. 
Is it? And it's like the dye in it or whatever, like makes it red. But it's a, it's actually chocolate. I was like, red velvet is chocolate? No fucking way. <laughs> Mind blown. Mind blown. So did you finish culinary school or did you drop? Are you a culinary school dropout? I, I, I am a dropout. <laughs> a culinary school dropout. Oh. So me, I mean, I just didn't finish because of COVID. But then I was like, yeah, I don't want to go back. Maybe I'll go back one day. Eh, might as well. Might hmm. as well. I mean, what else am I going to do? <laughs> well, I, the reality of the situation is like everyone's got a shelf life in this biz. So it's always good to have a backup plan. Well, yeah, I mean, there's stuff I'd like to do, but yeah, you know, there's the whole, like, hourglass in here, the hourglass mentality, but, um, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm glad that, like, I can kind of just, like, the thing that I love about this biz is you can come in and, like, you could figure out what you like, it's kind of like going to college, because you're figuring out yourself, and then you're also making money, and you're also exploring new things. Yeah, but the other problem is, like, Unlike college, well, maybe a little bit like college, people can fucking take advantage of you in this biz too, unfortunately. Unfortunately, unfortunately, and it happens just about everyone. Yeah, well, I, I, I've talked about this with plenty of people over the years. It's like, you know, there is no porn 101. There isn't like... Absolutely, there's no blueprint to porn. And I say that, I learned that. And, you know, you just got to take things as a learning experience. You do. And, like, hopefully you fall in with the right people who, like, give you good advice. Absolutely. And I've met genuine friends. Um, and you know, but it takes a while. It takes a while or people will be like, I'm your friend. And that is why I'm so glad I left Vegas because in Vegas, a lot of people are just like, let's chill on set and, um, not give a fuck. It's all for fun. We're all just chilling. We're all just vibing. We're barely getting shit done. We're getting the bare minimum done. That's what I like about LA. It's, it's straight to work and get the fuck out. Oh yeah. 100%. Everyone who's here is just like, no, no, no. I, I just want to knock it out, get the fuck home, get my paycheck. Right. Well, it's like, I want to give a good show, but I actually want to, like, work, you know? For sure. For sure. So are you working on stuff for yourself, too, or just... Absolutely, yeah. I work on stuff for my OnlyFans and my Pornhub and all that fun shit, but yeah, it's just been a busy, busy bee, a busy Miss Lizzie. <laughs> hey, there's absolutely... That's how you gotta be, like, Anyone who's getting into the, this biz in this day and age needs to, like, accept that they're going to be their own production house. Absolutely. You got to accept that you got to be your own best advocate and that you are constantly working. <laughs> no one's going to chase after you to, like, get shit done. There's someone else to take your fucking place. And you just have to fucking show that you fucking want to be here. <laughs> and you need to have a good attitude. Exactly. And, like, you have a shit... You show up on set with a shit attitude, this... This industry is so fucking small, everyone will fucking talk about it. They'll be like, oh my god, this bitch. <laughs> yeah, she showed up super shitty, like, barely talked to her fucking co-star, barely acknowledged the crew and did her job, and you know, people will talk about that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what's crazy is, like, now COVID is kind of over, I guess, is it? We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there, but like things are going back to normal. So it's like that shift is really like, it's been interesting. Cause like there's people I haven't seen since before COVID, but then I'm like, it feels like before COVID was 10 years ago, but it also feels like it was like yesterday. So it's kind of bizarre. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like last night I was in the first time in like a bar bar since COVID. And it was just like, 
this is uncomfortable and this used to be my scene and saw some friends I haven't seen in forever. And it's like, Oh, it feels like I just saw you. It's, it's so weird. And like how time is all messed up because of it. It feels like, okay, you know what it kind of feels like? So you know how you're a kid and you go to school and it's cause you need to learn how to act around people. That's what it feels like. Cause people have no idea how to act. Like people are just like, <laughs> Oh, I, I agree. And it's, it's worse in some respects because like some people like have no respect for others. Like I'm a big proponent of like, even if you don't think masks fucking work, wear them just so other people feel fucking comfortable around you. Right. And it's like, I was in Arizona and a lot of people were like, I dare them to make me wear a mask. I'm like, dude, where are fucking, how hard is it to wear a mask? Like. Right. Just make the other people around you comfortable. Like. Right. And it's like, why do you have to throw such a big fucking fit? Like. And they're like, it's my right. I don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, then get the fuck out. No one has to serve you. No one has to be nice to you. Right. Uh, like, I'm, are these the same people like, yo, wear a condom. I don't have to wear a condom. Condoms impede on my freedom. Oh, my God. So, like, you know what? I grew up in my, the sex education that I grew up with was so horrible. They just told us just don't have sex. But I remember, like, you know when you overhear conversations and you're like, huh. Or guys are like. I can't wear condoms. They they hurt my dick. They can't fit. Oh, you know, they're going to... I want to feel closer to you. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I'll freely admit, I prefer not wearing condoms. But if my partner's like, yo, wear a condom, I'm like, all right, I guess we're wearing a condom. Yeah, it's like, just because if you don't want to wear a condom, it's like, I don't have to have sex with you. Or it's like, if you don't have to wear a mask, fine, I won't let you in my store. It's also like, you know, common courtesy. It's like, it'd be like if I farted in an elevator, you know, it'd be like that. Like, that's that's fucking common. Like, that's just fucking rude. Exactly, exactly. It's just like having common courtesy for the people fucking around you. Like, mm -hmm. we're a society. We're supposed to all, like, exist together. Absolutely. Like, people don't get that. It's like, you're not the most important person in the world. The world doesn't revolve around you. Unfortunately, a lot of people forget that fact. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> a lot of people are like, I'm the protagonist of this story. I'm the hero here, so everything has to cater to me. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no, nah, bro. We're all just kind of here, and no one's the protagonist. Like, Have you had that? Um, yeah, how long have we have we been going through COVID? Like, over a year now since it started. Yeah, like a year, <laughs> two months already. Remember when we thought it was only going to be two weeks? I never thought it was going to be two weeks. Never. Like, when I, I just saw how they were handling it, I was just like, no. Nope. And I was like, huh. And then and then it got serious, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I will freely admit that I did not take it super seriously at first. I mean, I didn't. And then, you know, and then I started taking it seriously because, like, I was living with people who, like... It was a risk factor to them, but a lot of people would hit me up and they're like, you want to hang out? I'm like, excuse me, sir, there is a pandemic going on. Yeah, I went from the course in like over a course of like two weeks from, you know, hashtagging posts with no mask, no condoms 2020 mm -hmm. to being like, I'm not leaving my apartment. I'm not leaving my apartment. Fuck this. Yeah, I remember staying in and then being like, I'm going wild. I would go for walks or like, you know, I would go hiking because like, you could social distance while hike. No one else is out there, but it's just, it's, it's been whatever. Like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like we all like learn a lot about ourselves. And then like, also I noticed like if you're living with someone during COVID, 
you're going to fucking hate those people that you live with because spending like weeks together without leaving the house. Like, I don't know anyone who's actually not left their house once since COVID, but I imagine they've gone crazy. I mean, I didn't leave much. I was pretty much just leaving to go grocery shopping. Like that's the only, yeah. I looked, I kind of lucked out. My roommate decided to bail to New York in August. Like, and he, for the audio audience, that is not what you think it is. <laughs> it's the ASMR tap. That juicy lip gloss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy the video version. You'll see how juicy it is. It's so juicy. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he bailed in August, so I pretty much had my space to myself for from August to, like, last week. Yeah, and then you're just chilling there, just like... Or it's like, you know, you do something that, like, needed to... Like, nobody has any excuse to, like, not do all their chores. Like, they're like, huh. You know, this little teeny tiny detail on the on the roof, that little paint chip, I mean, on the ceiling, that little teeny tiny paint chip, I'm going to go fix that today. See, <laughs> so I'm a piece of shit. I still didn't. <sighs> See, I got some shit done, and then I'm like, fuck this. Nah. <laughs> well, it, it became a, like a weird thing for me because, like, it used to be, like, I'd be doing this around other production gigs and a bunch of other work, and I'm like, oh, I got this window to get recording done, get editing done get it out. Now it's like, oh, I got all this extra free time because all the other productions slowed down. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get to it yeah, tomorrow. And then, you start, and then like, oh my god, then it's just ridiculous. And I started like post-mating a lot of stuff, so then I got a little bit thicker. But um, now I know when people's unemployment checks hit, they're like, let me just buy some random shit I don't need. Let me just buy a bunch of shit to like touch up my house. like Buy some shit to, you know, just have that dopamine hit and like feel better about the you know impending doom that was around us. Mm-hmm. I don't knock people for that shit. I did some of it. <laughs> I mean, I mostly bought just more production gear, but it made me feel better. It made you feel better. I got back into playing Sims because I haven't played Sims since I was like in middle school, <laughs> and I built a bunch of houses. And that was that was my COVID thing. I bought a new computer. Um, and I bought a bunch of paint stuff because I wanted to get back into art. <laughs> So are you are you one of these people that tortures their, their Sims? Are you like pulling the yes, ladder off the I, pool? I love drowning them. I love putting them in a pool and building a wall around it. Well, I'm suddenly very happy that we're doing this remotely. La- don't need this to be my last podcast. Get my throat slit, yo. <laughs> like I killed motherfuckers. Have you um what has been what is one thing that co- like um 2020 taught you? Oh, people that are fuck. Well, no, I already knew people were fucking stupid. So, uh, the people are just fucking selfish. I mean, they're just really reinforced how fucking selfish people are. Absolutely. And you just realize who actually cares or you, you, I've seen a lot of people's true colors during COVID. Me too. And like, I'm not like super altruistic and like, oh my God, you know, I also believe I'm that I'm a member of fucking society. I need to like, coexist in this society with other people it's like it's one thing to be like i'm an individual it's like yeah but we all gotta get along or else we're or at least be civilized or be civil or else you know we're gonna fucking kill each other (laughs) exactly exactly and like so many motherfuckers were just like oh yeah i don't want to wear a mask i don't want to like you know it's like dude okay then fine get the fuck out of here or yeah or just like i don't care if i catch covid i'll be fine yeah you might be fine but that other random person you went into contact with 
You may kill them. You may kill them, yeah. Like, no, that's not... It's not okay. It's not okay. Like, do it for other people. It's like, fuck that. No. <laughs> and I still come across motherfuckers who are like, yeah, I'm not getting the vaccine. I had COVID. It wasn't that bad. I'm not getting the vaccine. Like, you know, the second time around, you may not survive it. I don't do vaccines. I don't know what's in it. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You don't even know the name of the last person you had sex with. Like, you don't care about yeah, what's inside you. That person is more harmful than the fucking vaccine. Right. Like, I, some, of the, some of the people I know who are, like, not doing the vaccine, I'm like, I know you do hard drugs on occasion. You have no idea what you're actually putting in your body at the moment. If you've taken drugs from strangers, um, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> right. Well, and hell, even if you're getting drugs from a trusted source, somewhere in the supply chain was a stranger. Okay. If you, um, yeah, if you can eat fast food, you can get the fucking vaccine. You have no idea what's in that. You don't know what's in a lot of the shit. It's like, why be like, oh, I don't know what's in that. It's like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, unless you're I don't know a lot of the things we put in our body. Unless you are living on a farm and like you're slaughtering your own fucking meat and you know, harvesting your own grain, you have no fucking idea what you're really putting in yourself. Well, even that, like, you know, your cows and stuff, they could be like eating like some weird grass. That's true. They could uh, crazy pesticides on what they're eating. Right, right. You know, you don't fucking know. Like, at the end of the day, none of us make it out of this fucker alive. I would rather, you know, take the thing that has much better statistical chance of keeping me alive for the moment than the thing that potentially could kill me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, you know, oh my God, Johnson & Johnson caused like a minute amount of blood clots. Okay. Like, I'll take that risk. Statistically, I'm much more likely to die in a car accident anyways. Right. It's like the whole just don't get in a car then. And it's like, well... What do we do? Just stay inside? No, you go crazy doing that. <laughs> right. And, oh, you just stay inside? Uh, yeah, there's still higher statistics that you're going to get electrocuted by some, like, frayed wire or some bullshit than you are right. from that fucking vaccine. People just don't, like, look at the big picture. They just go, oh, my God. I and for whatever reason, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, at least on my Instagram feed, it just seems to be a lot of hot girls being like, no, I'm not getting the vaccine. Like, what? I'm what? not getting and the vaccine can get me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why? Why hot girls? You know dumb dudes are just going to believe you because you're hot. Right. And it's like, why call yourself an influencer when you're not even promoting the truth? <laughs> well, and I'm sure they believe that they are. Well, it's like, yeah, you never know. But, you know, we're constantly, you never stop learning. No one knows everything. No, not at all. And at the point where you think you know everything, you're fucked up. You have fucked up at the point where you think you know everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, even if you have deeply ingrained opinions about things, you should have an open mind to like someone presenting you with new facts and be like, oh shit, I was wrong. Right. Exactly. Like, no, some people, they're just set in their ways. They're like in a fishbowl <laughs> when there's a whole ass ocean. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. It, it's just sad. And some of it's just fucking ego because like they uh, just can't admit they're yeah. fucking wrong. I know some people can admit them they're wrong. Like it's it's fucked up. Hopefully, we as a society and people get better about that shit. But I don't see it happening anytime soon. Not anytime soon, especially with everyone. Because the thing is, when you're able to sit in your ways, then that's when you become. The thing is, with COVID, a lot of people they were able to isolate themselves, and they're isolated with their ways. Well, yeah, and especially like if you're a traditionally attractive person, and like 
your only real interactions on the internet were you just have thirsty motherfuckers just wanting to agree with you because they're thirsty. You just get your right. fucking bullshit opinions reinforced. You could say that the sky is red and they'll believe you. Yeah. Someone with a penis who wants to fuck you will be like, it totally is. You're so right. It's totally red, man. It's totally red. Well, maybe at sunset time, but no, you know, like some people will just believe whatever. Mm, yeah, especially like sex sells when you get sex involved or like the perception that like, oh, 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 she's hot uh, or he or whoever you're into is hot. The hot person's telling yeah. you this. God, yeah. It, it, it's, it's so fucking wild just to watch people like throw all common sense out of the window when their genitals get involved. Like, Listen to my genitals. I mean, I have definitely listened to my genitals and made horrible mistakes in my life. Yeah, no, there have been, I think we all have. You know, sometimes you gotta look down and be like, what is it? What is it? What, what, do, you, what, do, you, what do you see? <laughs> What'd you see? Timmy's in the well? Oh, no, that's not it. Shit. What? What'd you see? What'd you see? What'd you see down there? <laughs> What's your sniffing, girl? We gotta be better as a society. We just, we have we to. We do. We gotta improve. You know, we gotta learn, but some people, they don't want to. And yeah, I have no idea what the fuck we do about that. Right. I have no idea. Luckily, it's not my job to try to improve people. No, it's not. And the thing is, you can't change people. And um, your mental health will improve when um, you realize that you can't change people. You can't save everyone from drowning. And yeah, and the thing about it is sometimes you can affect change in people, but you won't be around to see the results of that change. Right, exactly. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I hear people like, "Oh my god," and you know, my my significant. Oh, lost you again. Sorry, it, my phone is being weird. <laughs> no good. No good. No good. Like, yeah, you, know, you get people who are like in shit relationships, and like, you know, I I want to, you know, I want. Why can he not, or why can she not, like, understand that she's hurting me or whatever? And, like, because you let them get away with it, so they're gonna keep doing it. Right, and some people, they realize that. They realize that they can walk all over you, and they'll just keep walking. They'll just keep stomping. They'll, they'll, wipe, your, they'll wipe their feet on you. 100%. And the thing about it is, like, maybe if you're just like, fuck you, I'm out, they may change, but they're not going to change for you. It's their next relationship down the road. They, they may realize the error of their ways and, like, course correct. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to ever do it for you if you let them get away with that shit. <laughs> I heard that the divorce rate, like, shot through the roof during COVID because a lot of people, yeah, like like I was saying earlier, they realized that living with someone, they're like, huh, I actually fucking hate you. Yeah, it's just like, oh, now we have to coexist in the same spot for you know, 24 hours a day. Fuck. This only worked when we only <laughs> saw each other for like three or four hours and we were fucking for two of them. Well, yeah, it was, yeah, you know, or like, you know, we were asleep like half of the time, you know, like that's when we could coexist. And it's like, oh, we each all had our own jobs. We'd get together. We'd have a nice dinner. We'd fuck. We'd go to sleep. Things were great. Work and we'd leave each other the hell alone. Right. Like the whole, like, I don't know. I'm going to be controversial. The whole, like, soulmate thing. I kind of think it's, like, ridiculous. Because, like, you can find, like, you are constantly changing. So someone who might have been your soulmate yesterday won't be your soulmate in 10 years. Oh, I, I don't believe soulmates exist. I believe love is a complete trick of brain chemistry. <laughs> like, you no, know, because like, 
100%. At some point, your brain starts firing fucking dopamine and other fucking love chemicals, and you're just like, oxytocin, oh my God, I love this person. Like, no, no, your brain is telling me you do. Right. And sometimes, you know, there's some people you can realize you love the idea of them, but do you really love them? Like, you might be, they might be your best friend, but are you their best friend? Oh, I, I mean, I've definitely been deeply in love with someone who, like, when we first started dating, I kind of found was annoying. And then all of a sudden, like, a switch flipped in my brain. I'm like, I love her. Right. And then right. when we broke up, I'm like, oh, she had a bunch of fucking annoying habits. Like, we broke up and there was time separated where my brain's like, okay, sorry. Sorry I did that to you. And then, like, I look at it objectively. I'm like, oh, yeah, she kind of sucked. But I was definitely in love there. Kind of sucked. Oh my god, there was this one guy who like, no, you know what he did? He told everyone that we were dating, but we were not dating. <laughs> and like, he would be like, I love you, but then he knew nothing about me. He loved the idea of me. How'd you feel about him? You know, at first I thought he was cool, and then I, and then I was like, not. I did not like it. Then I was like, this dude's annoying. And then he like invited himself into my life. <laughs> and he contacted my parents and told him I did porn. What a piece of shit. I know, what a weirdo. <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? He's like, I'm sorry to but like, they already knew. <laughs> but still, like, that is so fucking wrong. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to blow up your personal life for someone I'm in love with? Like, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, because I didn't, like, or there was this, oh, my God, there was this girl here, like, a while back, and she'd be like, I love you. Lita, say it back. <laughs> That's what she would do. It's crazy. How long y'all two know each other? Like a month. And I was like, all right, bye. Were y'all even involved or she just know you? Like she just knew me. Like we hung out a couple times and I was like, ah, bye. I mean, did y'all hang out on like a romantic tip or just hung out? We just hung out. (laughs) That's that, that, that. That's I think people just throwing that word around, you well, know? I mean, yeah, they definitely do. And, like, there's definitely people, are, like, I've said in my life, they're like, I love you, bro, but, like, I did not have, like, oh, my God, my, my brain would fucking melt down, like, if something happened. Right, but, right. Yeah, there's uh, definitely been women I've been involved with, like, over the years where it's like, oh, when shit went sideways, it was fucking bad because my brain chemicals were all about them. Right, your brain chemicals. It's like, you know what's crazy is your body's just a bunch of chemicals and you're every time you like eat something or like anything, like you put anything in your body, it's like a chemical experience. A, a ke- chemical experiment. You make one one little mistake, it's all gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's wild how much like one little thing can alter your mood, alter you know how you interact with things. Like, oh, you better not talk to me until I've had caffeine in me. Oh my god, I am such a caffeine bitch. Like, I run on caffeine. <laughs> Would you do it again? Uh, totally. I was up, but that's if you want to be up all day. Okay. Good to, like, the thought of boofing a fucking Red Bull never has crossed my mind. Sometimes I see something and I'm like, huh, I could shove this up my ass. Okay, what other things are you just randomly shoving up there? Um, I put a Ramune bottle up there. Um, you know, I've also put, um, I put lollipops up there. Um, what else have I put up there? I put those little, um, those little, 
They were like those little um, golf balls. That's what they were. I put that up my ass. Just because? Just because. I was like, that looks like it feels good. <laughs> did it? Yeah, I did. Hey, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> like, I'm not here to judge. Like, it's your body. Whatever you want to do with it, as long as it makes you happy. But you're happy. Not... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. As long I as used to sleep with butt plugs in. I still do, actually. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that shit. Like, what gauge of butt plug are you sleeping with? For the audio audience, that was a pretty thick gauge. That was. <laughs> hey, whatever fucking makes you happy. Shit, do it. Do it. <laughs> like, fuck other people's judgment on it. Fuck that, no. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, more people need to live their life, like, not worrying about what other fucking people think about what they're doing to their fucking bodies. Well, like, what I like, what uh, someone once told me, it's better to have lived it than to have dreamed it. And if you feel like, if you really want to do it, as long as you're not harming anyone, fucking do it. Exactly. You and I have very different dreams, but I agree. Yeah, it's better to have lived it than to have dreamed it and go. Because there's so many people who are like, man, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. (laughs) Or that is one other thing that, like, the pandemic has completely hammered home for me. Is that five-year plans are bullshit. Absolutely. Well, also, like, newsflash, your life doesn't fucking end at 25. It doesn't? I'm alive? No. You're alive? Because I've been past 25 for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, a lot of people are like, ah, it's too late for me to do that. No, the fuck it's not. I didn't really start traveling the world till I was 30. Yeah, like, and you know, you know how many people, you know, like, when you're, like, really young you meet so many people who are like man i wish i traveled more when i was younger but it's like we can do it now well i did start doing it now and i do wish i had done it when i was younger but part of me also realizes that, like some of the places i've gone i may not have had the life experience to like safely navigate in my 20s that's true like if you could go back to like if you go back in time knowing everything you knew now but also everything's a learning experience well, yeah i mean if i were able to travel back in time with all I know now, holy fuck. Well, first I would have just bought a bunch of Bitcoin before. Right. <laughs> like, oh I'm... shit, I'm buying a bunch of BTC when it's worth pennies. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, just like life experience-wise, yeah. I, it, it'd be a fucking game changer because a lot of shit is just figuring it out on your own. Especially if, like, you come from a background where your peers and family don't have, like, those life experiences. Mm-hmm. My family... Didn't know shit about fucking the entertainment biz or travel or anything like that. Like, you know, I'm from Chicago originally. And like, for the most part, I love Chicago. I went three times last year. This is my first time going. It's amazing there. I love the food. I love the people. I got really drunk in Chicago. It's a hard drinking (laughs) town and it is a. Yeah, but I like it. I like it. I love it in Chicago. I love it part of the year. I mean, yeah, so I went in November. I also went in July and it went in September. I went to the Brookfield Zoo. I went to the Field Museum. I went to the Shedd Aquarium. Um, I went to the suburbs. Yeah, I got really drunk there. It was pretty wild. <laughs> I went to downtown Chicago. No, it's a good hard drinking town. It's a good town to get fat in. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love the pizza. I love Chicago dogs. Those are fucking amazing. You know there's a Portillo's, like, in L.A., right? What? There's a Portillo's, like, out in uh, Buena Park. Yeah, but you gotta have it in Chicago. Like, in L.A., everything's here, you know? No, no, but, But like, the Portillo's in Buena Park tastes just like being in Chicago. 
Yeah, but like you get to experience it in Chicago. Well, I'm just saying, if you have that craving, if you have that hankering. Yeah, there's that. Like, <laughs> or like they got steaks here that actually they import the bread from Philadelphia. Yep. Yep. And if you're looking for Chicago deep dish, there's actually a pretty rad spot in Echo Park that does like good deep dish. Ooh, I'd have to check that out. <laughs> Shout out to Massa of Echo Park. 1600 Sunset Boulevard, because I eat there too often. I've probably <laughs> eaten more deep dish in L.A. than I did the like last 10 years I lived in Chicago. <laughs> so that's where you're from? I am. Born and raised. Oh, you look like a, you look like a Chinatown boy. <laughs> well, I, it's amazing how that works out. Yeah, it's a great town, but like it's also super stagnant. Like I've been gone for 10 years, and a lot of my friends are still working in the same bars and restaurants they were working at when I left. Yeah, like, it's weird when you go back home and it's, like, everything's frozen. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's, as, I said, as we were talking about earlier, what I love about fucking L.A., that people, your phone crashed ah, again. People came hell? here to do shit. So mm-hmm. no one's fucking stagnant. No one's like, I'm going to be waiting tables at this restaurant forever. No, like, they're all out here trying to do shit. Right, right. You are people trying to do shit, trying to get shit done. You said you were uh, doing art. What kind of art are you doing? Um, I've just been painting. <laughs> I don't have any of my paintings with me. <laughs> well, there goes the next question. <laughs> Show off the art, girl. Like, shit. <laughs> I used to draw a lot. Yeah, I was a weird art kid when I was in high school. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Hell, I was talking to somebody else about this fairly recently. Like, porn is the land of misfit toys. Like, it's not the people you would think that get into pornography. It's not like, oh my god, the cheerleader got into fucking porn. It's all, generally... No. Like, I don't think anyone really like thought I was I don't think anyone thought I would get into porn, but you meet all kinds of people and you never know. Or people are like, you, you got into porn? I would never guess. Well, it's it's generally like the nerdy, ditter, artsy kids that like discover their sexuality that end up in porn. It's mm. not like the hyper popular kid. The hyper popular kid went off and married like some asshole and like pumped out two kids and like is living a life that they fucking hate generally. Right. You'll fit right in if you're like, I was the nerdy girl who did drawings. Right. I was the nerdy girl who fucking drew weird shit. I like to draw monsters. I love drawing. I love my favorite thing to draw in high school. I called them zombies, but they were like pinup girls that were zombies. I mean, the hell, there's probably big money in that if they look cool. If they look cool, maybe I'll just be a zombie. I'm sure you could, you know, put some. Content together on your OnlyFans to get some good makeup going. Be a zombie. Yeah, I'm gonna get the full makeup, get the full glam squad. <laughs> Hire some hair and makeup, like get that pin up hair with some like flesh, you know, dripping off you. Yeah. Yes, please. Do that shit. What's stopping you? Fuck yeah! I mean, it's more of like I just haven't. You know, I, I, just, I, you I know. just hear excuses. I I hear yeah, well, Matt. Uh, well, Matt. Like I just hear excuses. Well, yeah, it's getting all the people together. I, I know a great makeup girl who can do it too. And then I gotta get my camera guy. But you know, it's just it's all about everyone getting everyone's time being put together. <laughs> Cause like I wonder if there's like there's so many like experiences, but you have like misconnections. Or it's like that day, but you just gotta have something else to go on. You can't just sit around all day. You can't just sit on things. No, you gotta fucking try to execute on them. And that's right. another beautiful part about LA, like your first option may not work out, but someone else will probably come through because someone else has the skill set. Yeah. So, like, next time we talk after this podcast, like, 
I'm, I want to see that scene. I want to see it, that it's done. I mean, I don't need to necessarily watch the scene, but I want to know that it's done. You want to know the zombie? Yeah, I want to do a full photo set as a zombie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Do Fuck that yeah. shit. Do that shit. You mocking me? Are you mocking me? No, I'm not mocking you. Are you mocking me? Maybe. A little. A teensy bit. Un poquito. Un poquito. That's how we roll around here. <laughs> yeah. This is technically a comedy show. Technically. Technically. <laughs> you're drawing. You're looking at miniatures. Like, you got... A lot of else, a lot of shit going on. That's fucking awesome. Like, you know, you're definitely not wasting COVID. No, I'm not wasting COVID. I got shit done. <laughs> well, it's like, but you also don't have to achieve. You're not doing. You're not like a bad person if you didn't achieve a lot. If you didn't do anything. But it's like with COVID, a lot of people feel like they have to do a lot. I'm one of those people. I, I, I honestly feel like, like, for me, as much as COVID sucked. It also was an opportunity that may never come around again. Like, I just got the last year with the ability to work on just my content, like not shit for other well, other people. And it's like we kind of needed it. We needed this pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it just killed, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to even say it. If it just killed a few more people, not kidding, kidding, kidding. Oh my god. Okay, Thanos. Hey, you haven't lived in LA long, you know. Go down the 405 sometime when it's back to normal. And you'll be like, Thanos was right. <laughs> Thanos was right. You know, obviously some people are essential workers and like could not experience it. But like as a working creative, it was, I wouldn't say great, but it was an opportunity that I normally wouldn't have where I got to spend much more time working on my own shit versus yeah, working on shit for other people. So they're not just like, man, I want to get back into this. But now people have, people have been able to like, Get down to skills they had because, like, being at home fucking sucks. <laughs> it does. It does. And, like, also reminding me how much I fucking spend at bars in the real world. Like, holy fuck, I saved so much money not going out drinking. Right. Yeah, I put a lot of money away. It was COVID. <laughs> what are you going to do with that money? You just sitting on it for a rainy day or? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe plan a big, maybe plan a trip to Greece when COVID's over. Just because, like, I've been watching the Travel Channel. Greece looks pretty. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, you, have you been out of the country yet? I've been to Panama because um, that's I have family there. I'm half Panamanian, but um, uh, that's the only other country I've been to. Nice. Where all do you want to go besides Greece? I want to go to. I want to go to, um, I go to France. I want to go to Japan. I really want to go to Japan. Oh. Um, I want to go to Canada. I want to go to Australia. Um. Wanna go to Finland? <laughs> I've been to a bunch of those places. Really? Oh, which one have you been to Japan? Twice. My <gasps> Oh my god, I'm so jealous. My, go to- my audience's like collective eyes rolls because I talk about Japan so fucking often. Oh my god, but Japan is beautiful. Tokyo is my fucking happy place. Aw. Like post-pandemic, if I didn't get the gig that I just got, I was like Boom, the mid-Japan would let me in. I was going to go. But now, like, the new gig, I, I probably ain't going to be able to go anywhere for a minute. Right, right. Yeah, Tokyo is amazing. Do you have any tattoos? I do. They're on my legs. Um, see, I got this snake. He has two heads. And then I have my panda with a... Um, see, he has he has an arrow on his head. It's for the Will He Music video by Joji. Do you know who Joji is? No, because I'm an old. 
you're an old well he is he is a musician and then i have a clown lollipop and he has a he has a bite taken out of him and it's a hand holding him nice well, all my well the reason i ask is because like visible tattoos are still like treated with discrimination in japan absolutely yeah you can't go to a bathhouse you can't, so, go to like, a, can't go to a bathhouse a lot of restaurants won't serve you yeah because you think you're a part of the yakuza did you know that you know, um, a lot of cartoon characters, like if they were kids' cartoon characters, they couldn't be shown because, you know, a lot of cartoons are drawn, their hands are like this. And they don't want kids to think that they were a part of the Kakuza because, you know, they get their fingers cut off. Yep, yep. Yeah, the, the my first trip, I was there with my tattoo artist, so was facing face and neck tattoos. We got kicked out of a bunch of places. I mean, That's... they were so polite about it every time. Like, my audience has heard this so many times. I'm so sorry, guys. But my audience, like, they were so polite about it. We felt like we had done something wrong. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, get the fuck out. It was like, we're sorry. We're closed. We're sorry. We're closed. We're sorry. We're closed. We're like, Oh, our bad. We'll go somewhere else. And then we got to the street. Like it's the middle of the day. And there were definitely people eating in there. They were not closed. They were not closed. They just want to make some shit up. <laughs> but you know, they were so convincing about like being apologetic about telling us that they were closed. We believed them. But it, it's an amazing place. Like the second trip, I just stayed covered up and had zero problems. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Mine are able to be covered, but yeah, my dad always told me if you're going to get a job, don't no face neck or no, no neck face or hand tattoos. But I mean, we want to get them more, but um, yeah, I know Japan, they're pretty prudish about the tattoos. I know in Korea tattoos are illegal. Like you cannot give tattoos. And I think, I think it's like that in Japan too. It, it's a weird situation but like pretty much to learn tattooing in japan you have to be low-level yakuza because my tattoo artist I friends, love, okay i like i were like i was reading something on facebook that like there was this guy who like collects skin from yakuza like the big back pieces and they're beautiful but yeah he has just a collection he has like a room like a room like this full of skin that's awesome well that's beautiful the fucking art beautiful fucking art if you could preserve it, it oh my god i would love we'll see like eventually i want to be like a collection of different people's art like all of my tattoos i don't want any of my two tattoos to be from the same artist um but i think like that's a cool souvenir to get because like you won't lose it and i almost yeah i want to get i want to get tattoo every time i travel i think that'd be cool but i mean I that, that, that i'm on I, i'm on like i'm on two months that like in theory, that's awesome. On the other hand, it's like, unless you're really researching the shop, like, that could be fucking horrible. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, because I want to get a tattoo. One of my dreams is in um, New York. I want to get a tattoo from Megan Massacre from New York, Inc. I want a tattoo from her. No, I mean, like, I want ones from, like, really, really good artists, that, like, or, like, fit, well-known artists or art, artists that I really like. That's that's what I want. But I want to, like, get them as, like, my souvenir. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. I'm totally down with that. That is awesome. For me... My whole right arm is the same artist, and then like everything else is kind of hodgepodge to a bunch of different artists. This artist is um he's a performer too. Um Jason Lee Scott. He did my panda. He's great. He specializes in thick black and white lines, and I love it to death. And then uh this one, this is by Ray Valentine. She's in Vegas and she does a lot of like cool, colorful stuff. So it's a two-headed um ball python with crystals but yeah you can't really see them and then this one is ashley lynn and she did a full flash sheet of like halloween stuff and she did a clown one and i love clowns so like i was like i gotta have that one i need it hell yeah fuck i 
If it makes you happy, that's all that's fucking important. That's awesome. For me, I have some tattoos I'm not in love with anymore, but it's still like, it reminds me where I was at when I got them. So I'm not getting them covered up. Get it and you're like, well, I really liked it when I got it. <laughs> and one of them was just like, kind of like, it was a super impulse and a random shop in Miami. And I was kind of like, this is cool. And then like, it started to heal. I'm like, this is not cool, but meh. Cool. But it reminds me of the time I was stuck in Miami for six months. So you kind of look at it as like, you know, when you have like, I don't know, I, I remember putting stickers, like I had this van when I was a kid. Well, it was, it was like my parents' van, but you know, we put stickers every time we traveled somewhere new <laughs> and some of them are kind of beat now, but, um, you know, we look at it and it's like, oh, that was that time we went to the Grand Canyon. It's all it, like when this shit ends, all you got left is your fucking memories. Like mm-hmm. you're not taking any of your physical shit with you. No. I'd let someone keep my tattoos when I die, like cut them off and put them put them behind glass. I call dibs, dibs, dibs. You, oh, you want them? Yeah. Oh, you could have. You heard it, folks. She said it. Dibs. You can have my tattoos when I, I die. Who are we kidding? I'm not outliving her. She's 20. I'm not. <laughs> How do I know you could be a vampire? You could live forever. I don't know that. I, I There are pictures of me during the day. I, I promise you. Okay. So you're not a vampire. I am not a vampire. I don't need my steak. I don't need my garlic. Nope. I'm not trying to suck your blood. <laughs> I, I promise you I'm not. Not trying to suck okay. your blood. Okay. Okay. Not a vampire. I'm, I'm not sorry. A vampire. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Like you look really bummed about it. I was really excited. I was like, are you a real vampire? <gasps> oh my God. You're like, my publicist put me on a fucking interview with a vampire. A vampire. Oh my god, I met a real vampire. Nope. Nope. Not a vampire, sadly. Well, not sadly. I don't think I really would like to go around like sucking people's blood to survive. And you have to, you have to be invited. One, you shouldn't go into someone's house unless you're invited in, anyways. But it's really awkward. Like if you show up for a party and you have to stand at the door until someone physically says "come in," that's really awkward. You'd have to be like, "Are you sure?" Like, <laughs> and um, you can't have real food, and um, you can't look in a mirror. So, like, imagine like I'd be getting ready, and I'm like, "Well, I can't see myself." I'd have to have like a makeup lady. I'd have to hire a makeup lady every day. Oh yeah, I I think she's just low key talking shit about my beard. She's just like, "Oh yeah, you weren't looking in a mirror when you trimmed that." I got it. <laughs> you got a nice beard. Aw, aw. I like it. I want. I want to. I want to. I want to stroke your beard. Ah uh, well, maybe at another time. We can't quite do it through the screen. I know. I like beards. I promise you, when we hang out in person at some point at some convention or some shit, I will let you stroke my beard. Yay! And I'll stroke it with my with my acrylics. <laughs> I will commit to that on the internet. So you want to go to all these spots? Like, where's first? I'm, I'm assuming Japan's first. Um, yes, but I think Greece, I've been, I've been looking into Greece a lot lately because it looks pretty, pretty reasonable, pretty, it's pretty open right now, I think, but, um, I have a bunch of friends who want to go to Greece, so I think we're all going to go together. What part of Greece? Athens. Hi, hi. It's supposed to be fun. There's live sex shows too. I know. We got to go to that. I don't know. Like, I went to Amsterdam and I like... Yeah, there were live sex shows there. I was just kind of like, I can see this on set. Why am I going to spend money for this? Why am I going to spend money for this? Yeah. It, it was just... The Amsterdam experience. 
I, I said I just did fucking mushrooms in the fucking red light district. <laughs> oh, that sounds so much fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. And like, <laughs> I'm happy I did it because supposedly they're shutting down the red light district. So it's not like what it was. Right. Here, I need to be right back. I am an idiot and I did not charge my phone. I'm going to go grab my charger. That's very important. I will sit and wait now that we have fixed the phone situation. <laughs> now, Athens is supposed to be a good time, though. I, I do want to go. Yeah, I think. Oh, my God, you should come. Are, are you inviting me along on vacation? Hell yeah. Oh, my God. That's just it, it's pretty. Like looking into it, it's pretty inexpensive for what it is. Like, and um, there's so much to do. There's beaches. I want to see the beaches. They look beautiful. Yeah, no, they're supposed to be really fucking beautiful. I'm, I'm totally down. Like, you know, you are the second performer to come on the show and be like, "I want to take you to Greece, Mass." What? Yep. Who's the first? Natasha Nice a couple of years ago. Oh my god, she is so beautiful. I never met her, but she is so beautiful. Oh, she's great, though. She never took me to Greece. Oh, oh. So you got to show her up and actually take me to Greece. Uh, does she come? <laughs> sure. I mean, I'll, I'll text her and be like, yo, Greece? We talked you about this a couple years ago. <laughs> Who knows? She may have gone without me. Oh. Oh. Yeah. These things happen. But <laughs> yes, I will let you take me to Greece and you can stroke my beard on the whole flight if it makes you happy. <gasps> so generous. Trip to Greece? Sure. I mean, like, I, I think it's a fair trade. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and I, I want to go to Greece. Like, of the other spots you named, I've been to Finland. I've been to Paris. Obviously, been to Japan a bunch, well, twice. I need to go to Japan. I I just know I'll have a wonderful time. Oh, uh, it's a sorry audience, but it is such a fucking amazing place because it's. I heard so it's like a trip. Well, it's just so wildly different than the States. Yeah, I hear you know, I really want to go to the um the Alcatraz bar, the one where the, the, the waitresses are dressed like nurses and they slap you and they stir the drinks with vibrators and tampons. Didn't find that bar while I was there. Well, I gotta go to that. You gotta go to that. <laughs> I'm down. I I Did found, you go to a cat cafe? I didn't well I did I not make it, I didn't make it into a cafe cat cafe i did make it into a bar called b cats where all the servers were dressed in like short skirts little cat ears and cattails oh my god they're the cat girls i love the cat girls they're yeah. adorable they had such a hustle oh my god the hustle on the cat girl bar like they charge instead of charging a cover they would charge you fucking uh 500 yen an hour while you sat at the bar on top of your drinks i want to go to the maid cafe i love maid boys i love boys dressed like maids yeah, Akabara's full of the maid cafes. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I that's what I'm coming to Japan for. I love the maid boys. See, I'm I'm going back for rad food and then just you know shit show drinking nights like <laughs> it's they're the ultimate work hard play hard culture and like there's just something fun about doing fucking karaoke with your friends in a private room at like five o'clock in the morning just trashed. Just a bunch of us in a room, just singing off key, like just having fun. It's, it's so good. That just sounds like that just sounds like so much fun. <laughs> it is. It is. There is some very drunk footage somewhere out there of like me and two other white boys very poorly doing ain't nothing but a G thing at like five o'clock in the morning, very drunk. That 
I need to see that. I'll, I'll try to track it down for you. Yeah, send it to me. That's what I need. I need that so I can have that in the spank bank. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm not here to kink shame, but whatever makes you happy. Uh, you were the first person who has ever been like, yeah, I, I, want, I want to spank it to here and you sing off key. <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Like, I, I'm not here to kink shame. I will help you facilitate getting off if that's what does it for you. That's what does it. You heard it here first, folks. My off-key singing is apparently lubrication in this situation. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what I, that's what I flick the bean to every night. <laughs> she just met me, and she's just like, yep, yep. I've been, I mean, we follow each other on Twitter, so, you know, it could be like, have you been Twitter stalking me, flicking your bean to it? Maybe. All right, <laughs> well, you know, happy to help. <laughs> so, Finland, I, I'm curious, well, I'll just walk away from you flicking the bean for a sec as much as you know the audience is probably like why are you walking away from that why are you walking away from that um i don't like i i just i don't know finland just seems interesting everyone there just seems so nice it was a red spot i I actually wish i had spent a little more time there i was only there for like 56 hours but it it was pretty fucking rad yeah and then, I, yeah, I'd like to go to Paris. And then, oh, well, I want to go to Norway. Norway's on my list, too. Like, Norway's I on my list. I want to see the Aurora Borealis, but I also want to see the Puffins. The Puffins? I don't know. The, puff, the Puffins. Not, Do you know what a Puffin is? I don't. <gasps> They're these little birds. They look like a cross between a penguin and a toucan. Interesting. And they live in Norway? Yeah. They also live in, yeah, they live all over Scandinavia. I did not know that was a thing. Like, I, I knew the word, but I didn't know what it actually fucking was. Look what a puff! Look up! Look up what a puffin looks like, and you'll just be like, "Oh my god, that thing's so adorable!" It's a good thing we have this thing called the internet right here. Yeah, look at a puffin. All right, we're look looking up a puffin, right and post. I will probably have to edit it into the video version so they know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, yeah, that motherfucker. Yep, yep, you described it very well. That right on the nose, right? Boom, boom. Yeah, well, that'd be rad. Part of what's awesome about Finland is like they love their saunas. Oh my god, I saw those. They're beautiful. They look so comfy. I stayed in an Airbnb in a one bedroom apartment that had a sauna off its bathroom. That's amazing. My my last half day in Finland in Helsinki was just like detoxing in that sauna. Well, jer- yep, that's how you get it all out. <laughs> well, detoxing and jerking off in that sauna, like, oh, but it, I masturbate it, in the sauna. Like, I'm like, I'm getting all the poisons out. Get them all out. I remember one time it was like I, I got done raving one night, and I went to a sauna after, and it was so magical. I was like, so amazing. So, are you a big raver? Are you? I used to be. I've kind of chilled out. <laughs> Why? Just wasn't my thing anymore. I'm kind of like done with that. Maybe I'd go back, but you know, I'm just not. I'm not as big as I used to be into it. What you're seeing now? Now, guess I'm just vibing. I guess I'm just chilling. <laughs> I don't. I guess there's. I mean, what scene is there to be in? I mean, like there's COVID. Well, I mean, in, a, in an ideal world. In, in an ideal world, I don't even know. <laughs> there's no shows you're looking forward to, like post COVID. Well, not that I could think of, because <laughs> I've kind of just like 
I quit like looking because I remember oh I remember the beginning of 2020 being so excited because I was like all these holidays and events are gonna be on Fridays or weekends like that it's gonna be a great year but yeah I just haven't been like looking forward to anything like that you know I mean I'm looking forward to a Greece trip but you know right now I think I want to focus on like traveling and stuff like that hey nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong with it. Fucking, like, as I was saying earlier, more people need to fucking travel. Because, honestly, I think it's one of the biggest problems in, uh, with America is not enough Americans leave America. Absolutely. No, like, I think not a lot of people really leave, like, their own states. Like, I've met people. I remember growing up, like, meeting a lot of people who were from Nevada who never been to California. And I'm like, but it's right the fuck there. Or, like, yeah. meeting someone who's never left their, left their state. Like, that's insane. I mean, Vegas is basically a suburb of Los Angeles. I mean... Basically, it's like Little L.A. Yeah, yeah. I, that That's mind-boggling. Like, that's just my mind But I, I've met people that, like, that's their whole thing. I met people up in, when I was up in Montana where like, I was talking up this girl, and she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to travel eventually once I get married and have some kids, and once the kids go off to college, then I'll go travel. I'm like, what? That No, that's what? not how that works. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have never left the country, and I think you should. I think I think you just need to get out of your comfort zone and feel something. I agree, one hundred percent. Because like, I don't get people that are like, "I'm going to go out of the country, but I'm going to go to a resort in Cancun or go on a cruise." Right. Fuck that. Fuck that. Like, it's all about getting an Airbnb or a hotel in a neighborhood, and then like rolling into bars and meeting locals and be like, "What should I see in your city?" Right, because then, like you know, they're showing you like the commercial stuff. You gotta, you got. I mean, like that's like the things you're told to do. No, you gotta like go see stuff with your own eyes. Well, and that's why I asked locals what I should check out. Like, yeah, you know, if someone came to Chicago and be like, you know, what should I check out? I'm not gonna tell them go to the fucking Sears Tower or go to the Field Museum or go check out the fucking Bean. Yeah. Oh my God. I saw the bean during COVID. Right. Like, and it had a fence around it and I was with my friend and he's like, Oh man, you didn't get to like, usually people can walk around it and under it and shit, but no, I have pictures of me in front of it. And, um, there's a fence around the bean. You didn't get to flick that bean either. Sorry. I didn't get to flick flick that bean. (laughs) So sad. That's so sad. It's a giant bean that needs to be flicked. I'll have to send you a picture of me in front of the bean. All right. All right. I will I will mock you for being a tourist. Hey, you know, I mean, being a tourist is nice. Well, you got to do the Vegas. I've never been to the Vegas sign. I I've have. been to the Crystal Palace, the, the roller skating rink next to it, but I do not have photos in front of the Vegas sign. And I kind of want one now since I don't live in Vegas anymore. I think, I don't know where the pictures are of me in front of the Vegas sign, but I'm pretty sure it's from like 2005. I was four in 2005. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. You were four in 2005. Wow. 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 That, I mean, you being 20, I mean, I, I, I've been sexually active longer than you've been alive. So, yeah. That's hot. I think so too, but yeah, it would be really depressing to be the age I'm at and not been sexually active over 20 years. So that would be, that would be, that would be, ugh. Have you ever been madly in love? Oh, I have. <laughs> what happened? Oh, um, well, uh, I fell in love with something else, and that was myself. 
You just woke up one day and you're like, I'm done. Peace. I'm done. Exactly. Oh, uh, there's gotta be more to it than that. <laughs> it's more of like it was someone who I realized they loved the idea of me and they didn't actually love me. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. But I love me. So that's all that matters. It's true. It's true. You know, not enough people love themselves. No, I have learned to love myself and then I fell in love with myself. <laughs> well, that, that honestly, like dead serious, is really fucking impressive at 20. Yeah. You know, it is. A lot of people don't figure that out. A lot of people never figure that out. No, they never do. And especially at fucking 20, that's fucking impressive. Like, and it should give you fucking longevity in this business because there's a lot of people who do get tied up in what like the internet fucking says about them. Like they get fucking beat down by like some fucking ignorant fan talking shit about them gaining five pounds. Or, oh, I had this fan who would, okay, a fan. The thing is, I, I, I have fans that I love dearly. I love dearly because they, they've been here to me. They've been here for me. They've genuinely been there. But I had one fan who analyzed every little thing, every little thing. And it got to me. And, like, that's the thing with COVID is a lot of girls were talking to their fans instead of going to counseling. <laughs> and I realized this fan, he would, all he ever did was like to talk shit about performers, but it was like deep, dark secrets. And then he'd be like, you could tell me anything. And I'm like, Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that is, that's super fucked up. But a lot of fans were doing that. A lot of girls were like talking to their fans like that. And it's like, no, um, you know, of course, they're going to lie and be like, well, you can tell me anything. Don't worry. I'll keep a secret. But then they'll tell you stuff about other girls. It's like deep personal shit. Yeah, that's super fucked up. Like mm-hmm. this business but, is already high school enough mm-hmm. to not well, have that shit going on. Involved. But I have fans that I love dearly. I do. Because they've helped me. And they've genuinely been supportive. But I've had fans who are not a fan of me anymore because I don't look like how I look when I was 18. Or, you know, I got fillers or I gained some weight or I've lost some weight. Or, you know, there's no pleasing everyone. You or you didn't respond yourself. to their text or their fucking oh, yeah, ad mention fast so enough. Upset. Oh, my God. They get so upset. I had this one fan who would blow me up on Snapchat. And he's like, come back. Come back. You know, and it was. It was annoying me. Or then, um, you know, I have fans who are like, I like you better. Like when I started getting tattoos. And the thing is, you just got to, like, if you really love me or they're like, I love your flaws. I'm like, if they're, if you really love them, they're not flaws. (laughs) Well, and at the end of the day, if a stranger fucking loves you, that's a fucking problem. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you love me. You love the idea of me, but... I mean, they love spilling goo to you. They love spilling goo to me. And that's okay. That's okay. I get that. But it's like... Well, and that's part of the problem with the disconnect with, like, the hardcore fans. Sometimes, like, just because you have orgasms to someone's image doesn't mean you know them or love them. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's like... It's a weird... It's a weird feeling. It it definitely is. But, yeah, no, I've had fans who are like, Oh my god, I love the I love every little like they'll be like, I love these details. Oh, what happened to that? You know, when I lost I lost weight on my tummy, and a lot of them were like, Well, I miss I miss your squishy sides. Oh, I will bet money there are fucking fancy yours that are like, I love you, and that have no idea that you love German chocolate cake. 
Like, exactly. How, how are you going to say you love some motherfucker and you're like, I don't even know what they want for dessert? Exactly. Or, you know, like, it's just been, it's been interesting. Or, you know, I've had, yeah, I've had fans be cross boundaries or get too comfortable or, you know, I've, yeah, it's just, it's not okay. It's not okay. I had a fan tell me that if I ever stopped talk to, talking to him, he'd kill himself. And that is emotional blackmail. Yeah. That's fucked up. From, yeah. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. No. No, and the thing is, some girls, they feel like, oh, this person will listen. And it's like, no, do not, do not engage like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you'll give them an inch and then they'll try to take that fucking mile. <laughs> No, it's like, no, that's not right. If they respect you, like, no, I like my fans that respect me. What? They respect, you know, I have fans that I've talked to. I don't mind talking to them, but, you know, I I love talking to fans, but I think it's, I think there needs to be boundaries. I think, um, you know, some, you need to see me as a person before you see me as a walking sex object, but also... I don't, I don't know you. If you saw me in person, you know, like I, I don't know you and that's okay. Yeah. Just because you think we're intimate because you've masturbated to me doesn't make us intimate. Absolutely. And I I know normal people. I have normal friends who've masturbated to me and I'm just like, I'd rather not know that you masturbated to me. Well. I, I mean, I found out that you masturbate to me, so that was interesting oh, yeah, to find I out. Oh, yeah, I that bean every night. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Variety is the spice of life. You don't have to flick your bean to me every night. <laughs> like, that, that kind of weirds me out. That's a little obsessive. That's a little obsessive. Like, this is the first time we're having an actual conversation. That's a little obsessive. If it was, if it was like, once every other day, like, that, that's cool. But, like, every day, like, that, that, you're putting me on a pedestal that I cannot possibly actually beyond you're just so adorable oh oh you think that now you have very full cheeks i love full cheeks that's just because i'm fucking covid fat at the moment <laughs> hey look at me i'm a covid thick girl too well yeah you know us covid thick girls gotta stick together covid thick i'm covid thick <laughs> for the audio audience you're missing out she is giving Quite a show to the camera. COVID thick. You know what else I learned? What's that? With COVID. Um, yeah, your mm. life. Your, it's, it's all your choice. It well, is. Well, I think that earlier. But yeah, you're responsible for your happiness. But you got to learn to love yourself before you want to let other people love you. <laughs> it's a super important life lesson. Like, And you're not going to love yourself every fucking day. That's just human existence. Absolutely. No, you can't love anything every day. It's like try eating the same food. Try eating your favorite food every day. You're gonna fucking hate it. Then how are you flicking your bean to me every day? <laughs> how are you doing that? Like you're just so adorable. I just want flattery will get you everywhere. Anyways, I I digress. We were actually making real points there before I made silly jokes. I like silly jokes. Oh. No, you're not going to be in love with yourself every fucking day. Like that's you know, that's unrealistic expectations. But Absolutely. you should love yourself most days. I love myself most days. Yeah. And if there's something that you don't like about yourself, try to fucking improve on it. Don't just go, "Woe is me! Woe is me! I can't change it." Oh my god! Don't I don't want a part in your pity party? Right. Like 
if you're unhappy with whatever aspect of your life, try to fucking make changes. Some people fetishize their own sadness. And isn't like, who's the person who said, um, you know, because some people be like, why am I sad? And they'll keep asking the same person, I'm, why am I sad? And it's kind of like, who's the person who said insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result? I don't know who made that quote, but it is a very famous quote. Yeah, who is it? <sighs> look it up. You could say please. Please, please look it up. All right, all right. Have to set boundaries here. You can't just make demands of me. Why not? Get on your fucking knees. Beg. Nope. Beg like a good boy. <laughs> nope. I think I have the power in this situation. You're the one who beats off to me all the time. Yeah, I guess you can you can make me beg. <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to because I don't need that validation. Googling this very quickly may have to you know make some edits. So it's a misattributed quote. It was supposed to be attributed to Albert Einstein, but it was never actually said by him. Oh, interesting. I have the same birthday as Albert Einstein. How are you still alive? Well, just the same month of day. Not oh, okay. same year. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're really fucking old. Yeah, I thought you were that 20. Motherfucker's old. I mean, you look good for your age. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm a vampire. I mean, I thought you were a vampire. Uh, okay. Once again, super happy this is a remote show. Like I, I like most of my bodily fluids where they currently are. Some of them can leave my body, but <laughs> the look on your face is priceless right now. It's like what? What are you saying? Excuse me. So I did not get a clear answer on who said that, but it's attributed to Einstein, even though it's not Einstein. Okay. Okay. I would take away from the show to get into a deeper dive into it, but it's a very famous fucking quote, and it's fucking true. I'm in the laundry room. <laughs> what's, what's going on in the background over there? Oh, um, yeah, my friend came in to do his laundry. Sorry. <laughs> God Do- damn it. Doesn't he know there's podcasting happening? I know. I let him know. How rude. It's not cool. Not cool. Should I move this? That's oh, fine. Is it too loud? No, nah, it's good. It's good. I mean, we're... Okay, you can still tr- hear me. Yeah, we can still hear you. We can trim, trim the laundry noises or something. Trim the laundry Are you sure? I mean, it was just a loud slam for a second. I think we're okay. Okay. Okay, you can I mean, hear me just fine. We can hear you just fine. It's not like we're broadcasting this shit on MTV or some shit where like it's got to be perfect. <laughs> I mean, you would have gotten us kicked off MTV already, like two seconds. I would have. Oh, because I said fuck. No, you showed your tits off like it. ten seconds into the show. Oh yeah, that's right. And I'll fucking do it again. Woo! I'm never gonna argue about that. <laughs> never gonna argue. Nope, zero argument for me about that. Buy the video version. See the tits. Not just mine. I want to see your tits. Oh, fine. I mean, I'm not bad. Oh, fuck. Yay! Woo! See, I have a chest tattoo, so. You have a chest tattoo? How adorable. Yeah. I have a chest freckle. Right here. Uh, so you can see my tummy. See, this would have been a really fun in-person show. Oh, yeah. I would love to be on an in-person show with you. I can show you all the goods. Well, we'll have to make that happen at some point. 
Except I will be living and in live from the laundry room. Except I'll be Whoa. living in Las Vegas like very shortly, so <laughs> it'll have to be when you come visit home or something. <laughs> Unfortunately, all the nudity is very disrailing from like the actual conversation. Oh, it's distracting. Oh, are you not distracted? Did, did my I'm tits very not, distracted. Did my tits oh, not you, distract you? Your tits are very distracting. They make me want to throw beads at you. Well, I, I, I wouldn't oppose. I, I would definitely take some beads. Like, I, I am. I bet you're a little slut, aren't you? Oh, most definitely. But I mean that that's very well advertised over many many episodes of doing the show, and you know my tenure within the industry is very well advertised how how slutty I am. So <laughs> I put out. What can I say? You put out all. What yeah. a sweetheart. I know. Doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. But totally forgot what we were talking about before the fucking laundry debacle. I know. What were we talking about, Albert Einstein? Oh, we were talking about Einstein, like, you know, you being in and out of love and, you know, the insanity. Right. I think it's like people need to quit trying to find. Because the thing is, if you're trying to find love, you're not going to find love. You're not. It's true. Like, love will come to you. I mean, it can. It definitely can. You got to be open to it, too. Like, you right. can't, like, you can't be, like, so fucking thirsty, like, you're rolling through the desert trying to find water, but you also can't be, like, yo, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. It's a balancing yeah. act. Right. But you also can't, like, go searching for it. It comes to you. Yeah. But when it shows up, you got to be actually open to it. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, the, hell in my life, there's definitely been times where, like, some, you know, decent human beings have come knocking on my door. And I've been like, no, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. We're good. We're Gucci here. Right. And in retrospect, like, oh, well, shit. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe that could have been a good fit. Meh. Meh. What can you do? What can you do? Honestly. Keep living. Just, you know. Learn from mistakes. That's what life's really fucking about, right? You're just learning until you die. Yeah, I mean, that's any day now. That's any day. And you never know. I could be dead tomorrow. Well, I'm happy to have your final interview then. I'm so happy you guys have my final words. What would those final words be if they really were your final words? My final words, you know, I don't know. I'd say something like, I want to say something stupid. Like? I'd probably be like, peace out. I don't know. I don't know what I what my last words would be. What would your last words be? Hmm. That is a good fucking question. See, like, I'm not going to be executed, so I don't have to really think of them right now, but... That's true. I mean, I you know, statistically, statistically, my last words would be shit. That's statistically... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's statistically what people say when they're going to die suddenly is shit and then fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. Like, oh, shit. I remember reading about this guy who, like, he was executed. I think his last name was French. And he's like, how is this for your headline? French fries. Yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Good shit. I like it. I, or I would have some. I, I like the gravestone where it says, if you're reading this, you're standing on my tits. That, that's fucking, that's, that's amazing. I have that on my grave. Do you want to? Do you want to actually have a grave, or are you? I don't even know. Like you know, I kind of just want like 
my body like thrown from a plane or something like ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible plan. We just throw your body from a plane and like you hit somebody or crash through somebody's roof. Oh yeah, actually, no, that'd be kind of messed up. <laughs> like you just traumatize some poor family. Like they're eating breakfast all of a sudden. Boom! What the fuck? Or um, I I'd like to be. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll be taxidermy and I'll be like. But who gets like, who gets your taxidermy? Um, well, you're getting my tattoos, so, um, fuck, yeah, I guess, like, maybe I'll just, like, maybe I'll be, like, Silence of the Lambs and be, like, someone will, like, turn me into a lamp or something. Do you want that lamp? Sure. I mean, I'm still very, I'm not particularly confident that I'm going to outlive you, but sure, I'll sign up. Body furniture. <laughs> I mean, it's the least I can do after all the bean flicking you've been doing. Or, like, maybe someone can, like, wear me as a suit like my skin well i'm definitely out on that i'm very confident that i am much a much larger human being than you very confident on that fact i would just gamble that like maybe all of you would fit around my legs maybe and that'd be that a weird be look boots. yeah you could be like you know they'd have to be like at least knee highs like you know have your tits in about my knees yeah oh you'll be like tits on my knees tits on my knees Look at this great rack on my knees. It'd be an interesting look. I think I could try to pull it off. I think you could. You're just gassing me up this whole show, and I'm really, I'm really honored by it. Like you're just Aww. like Matt. You can accomplish whatever you want. I mean, you can. You know, dreams don't work unless you do. This is true, but you're introducing me to dreams I didn't even know I had. I think it was Stephen King who, like, had the notebook by his bed. So, like, when he had a nightmare, he wrote it down. Oh, man. That must have been a fucking fat fucking notepad. Do you know how fucking wordy Stephen King is? Jesus. Oh, yeah. He's very detailed. <laughs> he, he just, like, I, I swear the man gets paid by the fucking word. Oh, yeah. I love him. When, uh, what's your favorite Stephen King? Oh, uh, my favorite Stephen King. I like Pet Cemetery. I, I, I read that when I was in second grade, and that was one of the first books I ever read. What, in 2009? Yeah, oh my god, yeah, because, you know, I'm a teeny tiny baby. I'm, I was born, um, same, I was born 9-11 year. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I was in a bar on 9-11. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't legally drinking, but I was in a bar. You were in a bar. How old are you? I'm forty. Are you? I'm forty. I'm forty oh, now. Okay, okay. So on nine eleven, like you're twice my age. I, I That's am hot. I think so too. On nine eleven, I actually had an interview with Southwest Airlines. Oh my! Amazingly, they called to reschedule. <laughs> I was amazed that I called to actually fucking reschedule that motherfucker. You know what's funny is like, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I, I literally, like, once my phone interview was rescheduled, I went to the bar where my buddy was bartending and watched CNN all day. And, like, he served me underage while I was just like, fuck, what the fuck is happening? That's funny. It means I'm fucking old. So we're You're an old fart. You're a geriatric fuck. No, the day I... The, right on my 20th birthday, uh, my one friend's like, oh, I guess you're a Jerry now. And then, like... My other friend's like too old for me. That's fucked. Uh, 
the- no, we were joking because there's some people who really think like that. Like some people do not like me now that I'm 20. They're like, you were fucking old. We liked you when you were a teenager, when you looked like a child. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, and I was like, gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, that that that's pretty gross. Like I like, like age differences, but I like consenting adults fucking. I, that's what I like. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And it, it that's the, like such a weird dynamic throughout life. Like when you're a senior in high school, it's weird to date a fucking freshman. But like I'm 40, and if I fuck around with someone in their 20s, like we're peers at this point, it's fine. It's, exactly. It's a weird. It, it's such a weird dynamic. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I also don't want to date anyone who's fucking forty because, well, I don't have my shit together. Do any of us have our shit together? Like some people, it's like if you're forty and you don't have kids, you're like not living life. But it's like then you just gotta realize you just don't care. You're like, oh, I'm living life. I'm happy. <laughs> I don't want kids. I, never I don't want, want kids. I think people put too much shit into like. Oh, I gotta have kids. Like, no, motherfucker. It ain't the 1800s. You don't, you have, don't to have, have to have kids. Like, we're overpopulating. Right, we're overpopulating. But if you want kids, there's people who want kids. I'd rather see people who want kids have kids. <sighs> I would who rather- actually, like, want, who actually, like, put effort into, like, you know, preparing for a child. Like, or, you know, people who genuinely are gonna love that child. Yeah, but I, I need. I think people need to take a real big examination, a big self-examination on, like, why do you want kids? Do you just want a mini you, you egotistical motherfucker? Don't or, live through your kids. Do not live through your kids. No, I live for fucking me. And I have this argument yeah. with people all the fucking time where they're like, oh, I can't move to the West Coast. I'm miserable in Chicago or I'm miserable where I'm at. I can't move to the West Coast. I'm like, who are you living for? Well, my family's here. Like, so, what you can come back and visit, live your life for you. You don't live it for yeah, fucking live it other for people. Yeah, live for you because, like, um, at the end of the day, you're gonna be like, "Fuck, all these things I could have done for me." Right. And you need to. It's okay to make you time. I agree. I mean, it, you only get one fucking life, so live life for fucking you. And like, yeah. Oh, if your family's important, go visit them. Yeah. Hop on a fucking plane, you know, go visit. Call. Them. Give them a call. But unless your family's making you that fucking happy, it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Just sick of motherfuckers being like, I'm having kids because this is what I'm supposed to do. No, 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 no. You don't have to do anything. You're not supposed to do As long as you don't murder people and fucking cut off people's skin, you know, without their consent. Right, right. <laughs> Consensually, I have your skin. Consensually, you own my skin. That is going to be a clip on the internet. Consensually, you own my skin. Yep, that is definitely going on Instagram. Please. <laughs> it's Because so many people are like, don't have the skills to be a good parent. And they just bring a kid into this world because they feel it's what they're supposed to do. You're not supposed to do anything. Or some people are like, if you don't own a house by the time you're in your 30s, it's like, nah, if you're just living, live life for you. Oh, I... I owned a house in my 20s. It was one of the worst decisions I ever made. Right. Or it's like, yeah, I don't know. Or like, I don't like people who are like, well, you know, I gave up my life for my kids. It's like, no, that's fucked up. That's fucked up to say that to a child. Right. Like, oh, I resent you because I could have done all this other shit if I didn't have you. It's like the kid didn't ask to be here. No, no. They super didn't. You gave them no choice in this. 
Yeah, you put them into the world. Exactly. Like, think about it before you have kids. Think yeah. about it. More people should, and we'd have less assholes. Absolutely. Unfortunately, you know, breeding is a fucking right, and people are going to just keep doing it. Exactly. But not this guy. No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. I should get a vasectomy. I really should. Get the snip snip. Well, I've honestly thought about doing it, but it's, it's kind of fucked up. Like, it disqualifies from, you know, some women will just be like, oh, you have a vasectomy? I, I've noticed that um, cum from a vasectomy tastes different. Really? What's the and difference? It's more, I think it's more clear, actually, than, um, like, fertile cum, because fertile cum is very, um, very white. It's like eggs. Well, I will trust your expert opinion. No, I mean, I've had had quite a lot of quite a lot of experience with sperms in your line of work that's very surprising that's oh my god so surprising i know are you ever just like catch a load and you're like fucking had a vasectomy haven't you yeah because sometimes my mouth tastes like come right after i shoot and i'm like huh he must be circumcised or this guy eats healthy this guy takes care of himself or sometimes i'm like ah! you don't take care of yourself that guy is disgusting I, I hear keto cum is, like, the fucking worst. Keto cum? Yeah. I love people who are on their keto diet. That's all they talk about. But, like, I want to try it now just because, like, I don't know. Sounds fun. Like, what kind of diet are you on now? Um, You know, lately I've been basically, basically a vegan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like vegan food, though, because it's, like, it doesn't make me bloat. But I'm not full vegan, but I've. I'm considering it. Once again, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is one of those things where, like, especially traveling, like, internationally a lot, like, especially if you don't really speak the language, you just kind of got to roll with the punches. And if you have, like, a serious dietary restriction like that, you may have problems fucking... Well, eat. I think with vegan, though, because, like, I, um, if you can't, like, read stuff, like, if it... I wouldn't trust meat from, like, a foreign country if I couldn't read it or like if I couldn't see an expiration where like I don't know I, I could I would rather like pick like a fucking orange off a tree or something you need that well, but I'm saying like in Japan like a lot of times the menus aren't in English but they do have pictures there were a mm -hmm. lot of times we went out to dinner where we're literally we're just pointing at something that looked good like yeah, zero like, idea what we're eating zero idea mm -hmm. what we were eating and like I got no dietary restrictions so I just fucking ate it and went like that was fucking mm -hmm. rad well, like, the only, I'm allergic to mushrooms, and um, I don't really like dairy because, like, are you I allergic to psilocybin mushrooms or just mushrooms? Just mushrooms. <laughs> Psilocybin's you know, good stuff. They give they give me hives. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Like, I'm I'm very thankful. I very don't have any food allergies because, like, as I said, lots of places where I have zero idea what I was eating. Like, Spain, I was just pointing at things in a case in, like, a bar. I'm like, yeah, that looks interesting. I'll take that. No clue what I fucking ate. I know absolutely no idea. Yeah, and the dietary restriction like that, that sucks. That sucks. It, it takes half the adventure out of it if you gotta try to, like, decipher, like, is this gonna fuck me up if I eat it? Right. Yeah, that's hard sometimes, but I think, like, if you analyze everything in food, it's going to, it'll probably drive you crazy. Oh, I'm 100% certain it would. 
Is this gluten free? Is this is this vegan? Is this, oh, is this cruelty free? It's cruelty free. Like no, the people were suffering making it. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. I mean, farm workers are fucked. Oh yeah, you know it. Like uh, I was watching. I think it was last week tonight. A couple months back, where like they went into like meat processing plants about people having to like piss themselves because they're not allowed to leave the line and shit like that. Dear God, factory farming is fucking gross. I mean, I'm gonna still eat meat. Don't get me wrong, but factory farming is fucking gross. That is gross. Yeah. Like, no, that is like the idea of it. Well, I think if you like, if you know everything about like everything, you're just gonna be like, that's gross. Yeah. If you know how everything's made, do you remember that show how it's made? Oh, I remember it. I love that. I liked it, but it's kind of like, I don't want to see how some things are made. Yeah, you don't want to know what's going in the sausage sometimes. Yeah. No, I remember watching. No, I remember watching how they make haggis. That's gross. Well, I mean, just the descriptor of haggis is kind of... I mean, I'll still eat it. But it's just watching it, I was like, oh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pleasant thing to you know, see get made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not very pleasant. But it's a delicacy in Scotland. It's a delicacy. I think a lot of places, it's like, this is a delicacy. Uh, oh, I had fried frog legs once. They're delicious. They're fucking delicious. They are, but they just, it's like the texture. Some things, the texture will freak you the hell out. I, it's been a long time since I've had fried frog legs, but I remember them being very similar to chicken. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just the texture because, you know, like amphibians. I mean, like al- the texture. Alligator's but. delicious too, so. Alligator's pretty fire, yeah. One of the things I miss about New Orleans, like they serve blackened alligator like, in a lot of spots. It sounds. Mm, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. You started What's off talking about culinary shit, and I'm like, I got hungry, and I'm just I know, returning I'm the favor. I love food. Well, then how can you be a vegan if you love food? Well, like, there's a lot of. I, I love fruits. Well, I love fruits too. I still eat the fucking butthole out of a pig. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just kind of been like craving meat lately. Hmm. Well, that's that's a problem in your line of work. That is a problem. Sorry. I, I couldn't resist that. I, I, it was a bad joke. So, I couldn't resist it. Well, you know, I love... As long as it's... You know, I mean, if it, it's different, if it's, a, if it's a consenting person who likes to give me some meat, that's different. They're giving me their meat consensually. Ah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that is very important. Consent is very, very fucking important. So since you've been to LA, have you been to Doomies yet? To what? Doomies. No, what is that? It, it is a cool. very famous vegan restaurant in Hollywood. Oh, I gotta check that out. Yeah, uh, Doomies Southern Kitchen. Like they make, from what I've understood, I've never actually eaten there, but a bunch of my vegan friends swear by it. Like they will make like their Big Mac tastes like fucking McDonald's. Like, but it's all vegan. That sounds good. Cause yeah, that's what I like about vegan food is you can eat a ton of it and not get bloaty. See, I, I'm not worried about such things. <laughs> I have to worry. I can't be all like, I can't be looking like a balloon on set. I mean, I shouldn't be. I'm on camera probably as much as you are, but not all of me. Just about here up, you know. And she is posing for the camera for the audio audience. <laughs> no, I'm just stretching. I'm like one of those people who like constantly has to move around. Making podcast interviews a little difficult. Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. You're surviving. And we're almost, we're almost done. We're almost out of here. 
We're almost out of here. We're almost about to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. So you can you know, run wild and free or whatever you're going to do for the rest of the night. What are you doing for the rest of the night? You got any plans? Uh, not really. Figure that out. You got to figure that out. Yep. Yep. What are you doing with the rest of your evening? No official plans. That's exciting. I mean, I'm probably going to be editing someone's audition tape for a band. Is probably what's happening. Probably. That is life. Just content creation forever. Exactly. Just pumping out content till you die. It's better than pumping out some other bullshit till I die. Like, like what? What would be some bullshit? No, fucking computational forms or some, you know, some fucking office job, like where you're making some other asshole rich. Making like, like a useless invention. Think, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Think of something ridiculous. Yeah, just something ridiculous. Like being in an office would like drive me crazy. Like I'm one of those people, if I stay in one place, I'd probably lose my mind. I haven't had an office job since the 90s, so. I, Actually, I don't think I could ever. I don't think I could ever have an office job. That's a lie. I technically got promoted into an office job for a couple of years in the yeah, in like between 2011 and 2014, I technically got promoted into an office job, even though the job did not start off as an office game. So I'm lying. But before that, I didn't have like an office job since like 1999. So yeah, fuck that. Like fuck, look, fuck having to work to look busy. Like I, you know, on an office job, was told by like my supervisor, like. If you're done with all your work, just look busy. So, just look busy. Yeah. Let me look busy. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just have to do stuff to look busy. Fuck that. It's all about looking busy. See, I look busy. See, I'm typing. Very, very extravagantly with the typing there. Typing. Do I look busy yet? Super busy. I gotta answer my phone. I'm busy. Super busy. Dude, I'm busy. I think you deserve a promotion. How busy you look. I deserve a promotion. How sweet. I you know, I see talent. Like I, I feel like you should be promoted. How sweet. You're so sweet. I believe her, folks. I believe her. What she's saying that I'm so sweet. I believe her. I think you're pretty sweet. You're a pretty sweet treat. <laughs> aw, 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 aw. I think she's just saying that because she's on my show. Aw. Aw. Oh, well, oh. you talked about Japan with me. Oh, I could do that for hours. Like, I'm just not going to. I love. No, I love hearing about Japan. Tell oh, no, I will. Japan. Like, the minute we call cut on actually recording the show, I will continue to talk about Japan. I just talk about it so much with my fucking audience. Like, I'm sure the people listening to the show are like, no, not fucking again. No, no. What's like, the craziest thing you've seen in Japan? Oh, uh, I went to a bar that had live penguins in it. Oh, like real penguins? Mm-hmm. I love penguins. Like, seriously, when we get off air, I will pull out my phone and I'll show you pictures of live penguins in a bar in Tokyo. Oh my god. I need that. I need that. I need to go to this bar. It reminds me of that movie with Jim Carrey. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Yeah, sadly, the penguins were kind of depressed. They looked like they were depressed penguins. Ooh, that's sad. But yeah, I went to a bar that had live penguins. Oh. Let's see. What other crazy shit? I mean, I went and got blowfish while I was there. 
Blowfish? You get to eat blowfish? Mm -hmm. Oh, aren't those pufferfish? Yeah, but if they're prepared incorrectly, they kill you. Yeah, no, because they have like a little sack or something. The the skin and like their liver is actually really uh, venomous. Yeah, yeah, you have to be careful. Prepare. You have to have someone who really knows what they're doing. You have to really trust someone. Yeah, the, like the chefs have to be certified when they serve to you. But like, do you have to sign something that they're not responsible if you die? No, no. And I hate to break it to like the audience and all that shit, but in reality, if the way it kills you is like it's a paralytic. It just stops your ability to breathe. Oh. So if you are in an urban environment. They just generally put you on a respirator till your body metabolizes the poison and you're fine. Oh, okay. It's not like, oh my god, I just dropped dead. It's just like, oh, you were frozen in place and can't your body can't contract when you breathe. So they put you on a respirator, feed you charcoal, so you metabolize it, and then you go about your fucking day. So I really wasn't worried about it. I know that's such a downer on like the danger of puffer fish. <laughs> It's actually pretty fucking tasty, too. I want to try it now. That's what I want to try. Or what would be somewhere you'd recommend going to someone the first time in Japan? Oh, 100%. Like, there's a uh, teppanyaki spot in Rapungi that is across the street from the Ritz-Carlton. That is all you can eat, like, for fucking, like, 40 US. And then for an extra 18, it's, like, all you can drink. And, like, they have Kobe sashimi. That sounds yummy, because I know they have the Kobe beef. Yeah, like, I once again, once we are off air, I will subject you to horrible travel pictures. Like, you will, we're, I'm just going to, like, this is my fucking vacation. Like I, I want to see that. Yeah, I just don't want to put it on air, because, like, my audience has heard me talk about Japan so many fucking times. They're like, if he talks about Japan one more time. Oh, people are like, the minute you mentioned Japan as, like, a travel destination, people were like, click, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done with Japan. This is it. Well, hey, you might be promoting tourism in Japan. I would love Japan to. Japan probably loves you. They have a mixed relationship with me. Oh. Yeah. Tattoos. Are you on their no list? No, no. I can still get in. I can, thank God. Let's I, go to Japan! You're just, like, trying to take me around the world. I mean, like, I'm not opposed to it. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Well, let's see if you follow through on, like, other performers who have come on the show. But, like, I want to take you places, Matt. And then just no follow through. Well, I guess now we, we have to. We have to. All right. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you to it. What we're going to do is we're going to call last call on this motherfucker. I'm going to let can I have you tell the people where they can find your shit. And then I'm going to subject you to fucking tourism photos once we're not actually recording. All right. So my Twitter is Lita Lotharia, L-E-D-A-L-O-T-H-A-R-I-A. And then my Instagram is the underscore prude underscore tube and then um on the fans of only i'm lita lotharia as well and um i'm also lita lotharia on tiktok so yeah fuck yeah fuck. let's get the ball rolling right subscribe spend some money on lita and as always you can find me at matt underscore slayer on twitter matt slayer on instagram matt f and slayer on facebook twitch.tv slash matt f and slayer you can find the podcast at and now we drink on twitter and now we drink underscore on instagram and until next week Drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>